before we start, we want to change the atmosphere of the podcast. So which word describe the music that you want from the podcast? Mm. Ambient? Yeah, I've, yeah, I guess. Kill like that? Because uh, Or? No, no. I don't know. I just wrote ambient music in the... Maybe, maybe... Maybe put fourth world. I don't know. Are you No, on? I have this generic bank. This is like bank Tzlilim. How do you say? It's a sound bank. Sound bank. Very generic, but uh, let's, let's find. There is a treasure there. Okay. Yeah, I like this one. I, I mean, this is, this is kind of a, f- a more healing frequency, I guess, what I'm looking for. But I don't want like f- people feel that we're doing like a, a massage, you know? should be a bit edgy I think I think I think we're edgy on our own you know I don't think (laughs) it calls it calls breezy vibes do you feel breezy fucking vibes right now have you felt breezy vibes I mean I'm I'm under the air conditioning so I think this is our song no way I'm not doing no this is like if Frank Ocean will do a tutorial high tech movie this is the sound it would be in the background. Oh, like for one of those like skill videos or something. Exactly. October 8th, 2023. Over 700 Israelis are dead. Over 2,000 are injured. And many more are missing and unconfirmed, either assumed to be taken by Hamas as hostages in Gaza or yet to be discovered and declared dead or alive. Israel's security cabinet has declared a state of emergency with an ongoing situation in Israel's south with Hamas terrorists still engaged in active fire with Israeli defense forces. Parents of children who attended the Nova Festival in Israel's south that was infiltrated and attacked by Hamas operatives held a press conference today begging for the government and the IDF to do something and locate their children. Many are still believed to be missing. Furthermore, it has emerged that Iran indeed did play an active role in the planning and execution of this terror attack. Israeli reservists are also continuing to mobilize nationwide, yet the possibility of a ground invasion has not been confirmed by the IDF. So I'll tell you I'm, why I might feel like it's hard to listen to music. This is okay, no? I'm still voting with the previous one. I'll say why. I mean, they just came out with the figure of how many how many bodies they found at that festival. I don't know. It's music. I, I haven't played any music today. I'm staying with a family and kids. and We had communal breakfast and they put on some happy you know, kid cover stuff of Let's Go Crazy, which their two and a half year old loves. Um, other than that, I haven't been able to listen to anything. And I, I, I think we're edgy enough without, you know, having an up song. I don't, I don't feel up. I feel really sad. Like sometimes we chuckle and nervously laugh and we're alive still. And we, we can't just cry and have, you know, panic attacks all day. Some of the day. Yeah, for sure. But 
it's, it's a question of like, what are we doing? What are we transmitting? And like, maybe, maybe someone can feel like less alone listening to us. And like, maybe they can also feel like a little bit of a, a refuge listening to us. Cause, cause there's news out there. There's news with facts and there's news with like scary, thrilling, thriller sort of sound effecty sounds. And there's like, you know, the, the, the situation room vibe on all the news networks with the fluorescent lighting and like the red and the blue and, you know, the, the flashing streaming on the bottom. And there's like a lot of input. So I, I think what feels good to me now, and what's been feeling good to me for a long time musically has been kind of slower. And I promise we're, we're pretty fucking edgy door. I mean, this whole thing is edgy as fuck. Um, so that, that's my two, two, 25 million cents. <laughs> I saw this uh, Instagram post a few months back and it said, you know, the point of doing all the work, like the healing work, isn't to get to the point where you don't feel anything. It's so that you can feel everything and navigate it better, like that you can regulate yourself when you get dysregulated. And today, um, how do I feel now? I feel like I'm coming down a little bit. I'm hopefully going to be able to sleep a little longer tonight. Um, I was at the, the blood donation drive earlier today at the bottom of the mall, Dizengoff Center, central Tel Aviv. And I felt everything there over the course of four and a half hours from complete overwhelmed, just overwhelmed. I was over, the, the line was so long, even before they opened, we got there about 20 minutes before it officially opened. I've never been so moved by a long line in my life. I had tears in my eyes just and seeing. you're American. Yeah. You know, there's this joke <laughs> about like, when, I'm, when Americans see line, what he do or what he does, I don't know what to say wait on it and not cut other people. Exactly. Yeah. How do, Americans love lines, right? Like that's the, one of the big cultural divides here. Yeah. I'm not going to say that the line was orderly today at Dizengoff Center. It was not an orderly line. There, It was chaotic. But wow, how many people just volunteers. I, I saw people that I knew there and so many people came out and not just people with O blood, um, but all the kinds of blood. And then people were grabbing people from the line that had O blood. So when I got there, someone was like, do you have O blood? Okay, come with me. And, and, and suddenly we were like a caravan of people to the left of this line. And it's difficult for, <laughs> for people who have been standing online, understandably to see other people like in a pack moving past them really quickly. So some people were like, Oh my God, are you guys cutting? And then someone who was a volunteer and she's not wearing the, you know, Magen Davida Dome ambulance workers uniform. They're just like, you know, so there was no one official like leading this sideline. And that was the beginning of like another realm of chaos. And then we go down more stairs. I'm like, we're in this like basement of 
um, the mall. And it's just like super surreal. And I was... <laughs> no, I have to stop you because it seems you're going down to... A rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> So, I took some Clonex yesterday. Oh, tell me more. When? What a lovely drug. I think I've only tried it like twice. Do you, do you recommend it? I tell you what, after like 12 hours of watching news, to sit and be on an influence of something that is like release your body sitting in your porch and looking on the horizon it's like i don't know like this is the, the most chaotic moments that i ever felt like i i just know don't know how to deal with myself like what should i do like i'm thinking about those party and those people and just try to imagine like the i, I don't know like all my stomach is flipping and it's like disaster but on the other hand like i don't know i just try to to live and 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 be here with you and doing podcast and i don't know it feels like really wrong yesterday too i i really wanted to escape reality so i did this clonex and i don't know what they're trying to say but i wanted to share also you should be sharing. We're, we're, we're both sharing here. This is a really healthy thing to be doing, to, talk, to be talking out loud. I mean, we were under lockdown a few years ago for over 150 days. We've been going through this judicial reform nightmare. This whole thing is like an unfathomable, unprecedented, harrowing nightmare that's unfolding at a, a, a pace that I don't think any of us can comprehend. There's so much information it's highly fragmented there's a lag time between twitter whatsapp youtube the news networks you know the news websites they're not synchronized time wise it's not one event it's a million events at the same time details are being revealed not everyone is following the same story anymore it's not 20 years ago when a bus exploded on a street and that was the event of the day. And then the next day there was another event and maybe there were three events in one day. There have been, I, I, how do you even count how many events have happened since yesterday that we, we still don't even know about some of the things? Like there's no playbook yet. Let's speak about the party. I think this is the event for me in a way because thinking about those people who came to do like the opposite things, the op the the the, 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 the completely opposite energy in the world from being in a wall, yeah, just dancing together at the nature. I think we spoke about it yesterday, but the the numbers came out. I mean, I don't know. I I. I, we talked about this a bit earlier that I have, one of the reasons I feel like I've, I've stayed silent for so long that I don't like really post things and I don't try to pitch articles is because I, I think there's so many 
facts to check that how can you ever be fully accurate? Meanwhile, there are people that are just blatantly running around and saying inaccurate shit, like knowingly, like they're just saying things that are blatantly wrong (laughs) and, and they don't seem to have any qualms about sharing stuff. And I'm, I'm just like terrified of saying the wrong thing or something that's inaccurate or, uh, you know, I listened to the episode that we recorded yesterday and that you whipped together today. I don't, I don't even understand how you did that. I'm, I'm still struggling to read articles from start to finish. Um, and I, I was, I, I took notes. Oh, I, I, I translated this the wrong way. Simcha Torah isn't joyous Torah translated. It's joy of Torah. And, you know, we're, on adrenaline and confused and scared and worried and trying to calm down people that we love that are worried about us. So I do this thing where I, you know, try to diffuse a tense situation by being a little clowny or whatever. Um, and I think it's time to just kind of go move through that. Right. Like to just say, I'm I'm not going to be the person that's going to be the authority on the facts. I mean, who's the authority on anything? Like, look at who's driving the car that we're in right now. What is going on? Saw a bit of the news earlier on TV and there was a woman, a mom um, from one of the 22, is it, villages that were completely taken over and controlled by Hamas operatives yesterday. And there are two, uh, unless I missed an update in the past two hours, there are two that are currently still under siege. Um, and she said, you know, we've lived here for decades and, and, and we were always sure that the army would be here, would have our back, that, that there were secure measures in place and all the systems failed. You know, I'm seeing, ex like older retired, you know, people that were military or intelligence and they're getting on primetime television and they're saying, you know, let us take over kind of like internal security, like let, put us, put us out there, coach, like, put us in. Like we want to help. We want to do stuff. Like what we're seeing is civilians kind of creating their own news networks and their own uh, emergency responses. And from what I understood yesterday, because it was the Sabbath, the, the trains weren't running. They never run. There was no buses, but the trains weren't like suddenly turned on in the middle of the day. So there were like, you know, civilians volunteering to drive soldiers around the country, including into places that are just beyond terrifying. And the civilian response has been truly out of this world that that was part of what I experienced today at the blood drive. I, I don't know. I I don't remember what the question was. It just like, Oh, about the party and what actually happened. I, I, I don't even know, but I know that, that they just came out with it with the, with, with the body count of 250 people, 250 dead bodies were found, not to mention all the people that were wounded. I think there are still people that are missing. 
people that have unfathomable trauma, so much trauma born and, and still being born over these days. I'm haunted by videos that I know I should not have opened. Today, I, I saw the picture of the woman who some of our listeners may have seen in one of the more graphic videos to have emerged in a video where her, her dead body is being paraded through Gaza on the back of a flatbed truck with her being um, face down, belly down, her legs splayed out under her contorted blood on her pants, signaling a violation. I can't even bring myself to say it out loud. It's just, and those are booms overhead. That Did you hear them? Yes, I did. Do you think we should go for cover? You think it's coming? Someone posted something beautiful today and they posted a picture of her at the party before everything went down and wrote something really just so moving about how here was this creature of love and light and I'd like to remember her this way. Maybe we can remember her this way and not in those videos. Of the same girl from the trunk? The same woman from the trunk and her name was Shani. She was German-Israeli and her, from what I understood, her mother is in Germany begging Hamas to release her body so that she can be buried in Germany, um, 30 years old. And I posted, I reposted on Facebook and within a few minutes, one of our neighbors messaged me that um, Shani was his wife's cousin. I, my heart goes out to everyone. It's not a matter of, oh, I know this person or, oh, now I'm connected to this person. So now I hurt more. That video tore something open in me on an even more painful level when I saw it in the evening yesterday. It's like the darkest shit ever. I don't think I can contribute to this discussion. Like I just don't, I just don't know what to do. Like I just, I even don't know how to, 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 um, forget about everything I said. Why? Well, I think it's, I think that's the real thing. I, I, I just don't know what to do with myself. This is how I feel. I literally don't know what to do. Should I like, like laugh, kill myself, doing drugs, move away from Israel. Like, what the fuck should I do? If you have old blood, you should donate it if you can. Um, so many initiatives. So much help is needed right now. End of episode. Really? That's it? You know Lacan? Why don't you still record? I'm recording. You know Lacan? The Lacan? Yeah. I don't know how to say it properly, but the Lacan psychologic method, it makes sense to say that? Yeah. When you go to a therapy, 
they can stop the treatment or after one and a half hour or after 10 minutes when they feel it's right. And you're still paying 400 shekel, yeah? <laughs> so like they do, I stopped this session. What do you think about that? I think that makes sense. I, honestly, we're in uncharted territory. Whatever feels right is what we can do. Um, I, I think that each of us has more to give than we know. It could be something as simple as something. I, I was just touched by so many acts of kindness that I witnessed today and that I received at that blood donation center. I started having a panic attack and I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. And I know, I know that I get them and I, I know how to count, but it's a little bit difficult to do that when you're in like a kind of basement level room and people are running around and, and shouting and you're trying to follow instructions. So I called one of my close girlfriends who's in Europe right now and she answered immediately and I was just sobbing and I said, babe, just count, just count. Can you just count for me? Just count. I can't breathe. And she just started counting. Just one, two, come on, breathe in with me, Amy. Don't forget. Just one, two, three. All right. We're going to breathe in now. And she stayed on the phone with me until I was like, thank you, babe. I love you. We'll talk later. Oh, by the way, that's a good note for episode one credits. My last name is Sapan. You said Safan. <laughs> Everything is staying, by the way. Everything's staying. So we're going with a raw, unfiltered approach. It's uh, yeah, it's like it's like we're doing the best we can. We're going to make mistakes. We know that we're making mistakes. I know that I'm nervously laughing and it might catch some of you off guard. And it's like J Daniel Johnson of the podcast. Yep. And if you want to get more hard hitting news that hits hard, um, maybe this isn't the podcast for you. But if you want to hear what it's like for two people, us living in South Tel Aviv and Shapira right now, just shooting from the heart and whatever is left of everything else um, then stick around uh, thank you to Gabby Briner is, wait is your last name Con Comet it's Comet like, comet, a, com like, like a comet like a comet wow you're gonna edit this right because it sounds ridiculous I mean we just met yesterday and I saw your last name in Hebrew and I was like is it it's comets really like a comet where does that come from from out of space you are a bit of an alien my family is from the moon so originally this is <laughs> anyway dora comet from the moon amy sapan i guess from the couch and gabby briner thank you for listening stay safe <laughs>